Welcome to Rain City Supercars, broadcasting, recording, live from Drivers Club in Redmond. I'm Dan. And I'm Nick. And we're alive. We are live. We're, we're literally recording in the middle of Snowpocalypse yeah. 2019. Dogs and cats living together. Mass hysteria. <laughs> <laughs> You'd think from the streets. Oh my gosh. Right? Um, before we get all that, we are brought to you by Haggerty, Classic Car Insurance, Rainier Beer, and our new sponsor. Ooh, who is it? Who is it? Oh, uh, yeah, we, we've, we've, we've spoken about them a few, a few times here and there. Uh, Dan and I have been members for a long time, and it, um, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna start a new section here on Rain City Supercars with Avance, kind of give you uh, weekly updates coming to Avance and what's, what's going to be going on with Avance and what is Avance. I, think, I, I still get that question. I think we've covered that pretty, cool, pretty we well. Ha- we have. That's my point. That's, you know, people need to go back and listen to the old episodes. Yeah. It, 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 we've been helped to probably listen to um, both of the Avance episodes. Yeah, those. Start with those. And get Start with those. Work your way back. Yeah. Work your way back. Absolutely. Yeah. So welcome, Avance, to, this, to the show as a sponsor. Uh, obviously, we've talked about them since long before. I'm member number five officially of Avance. Welcome to Thunderdome. <laughs> Adam is live in our audience <laughs> yeah, exactly. today. And so is Brandon Ben Powell. He's the head of Avance Off-Road, actually. He's our guest today because we are talking about... He's the only guest we could get that could get here today. It's <laughs> true. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Like, uh, who do we own that has the, knows that owns the most badass vehicle? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, being search and rescue season because that's now what it is <laughs> officially. Is it search and rescue Just season? Find everybody out there in the ditches. I hope they're Priuses. Sorry. <laughs> I'm anti-Prius right now. I, I apologize. Apparently, they're McLarens as well. Nick, I can t- I can tell you with certainty, I have not recovered a single Prius. Not one. By choice. Not one. By choice. Yeah, we leave them for dead, too. It's okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Recycling. Yeah, um, I noticed uh, you, you uh, did you take that photo that you posted? That? No, 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 I didn't. Oh. I did post a photo of a McLaren somewhat stuck in the snow in, I think it was off 99 in Linwood. Yeah. With a Bentley right behind it, also yeah. in the snow. <laughs> Probably not the best car to take out in the snow. That being said, I did drive here today in my all-wheel drive BMW, which you'd think would do well, but on super sports, not as much. That being said about my car, I need to do a little shout-out to Rideaway Tire. Yeah. Uh, Blake came and saved my butt last week. I, uh, I got like a like what I could describe as like a hog ring, like something you would put like the interior of a, a car in. It was in my tire. Put, went two huge to- holes, and it ruined the tire. And, and Blake went out uh, out of his way and really helped me um, and at my house. Like th- This all happened at my house. If you guys don't know what Rideaway Tire is, you've got to go back to Blake's episode and listen to it. But he really... This is not a paid sponsorship, but he really saved my butt last week and ended up doing something I'd never known you could do with, with shaving a tire. Yeah, so with all-wheel drive systems, if you have tires that are even a slightly bit off, it can throw off the, the traction systems in the car. And so what you do to get it right is either replace all four tires, literally. Which I did not want to do. Yeah, or no. you get somebody who understands that and can shave down the tire to the exact same height as the other tires. It's kind of a tricky process, but if you got the right guy like Blake, yep. you can get it handled. I just got a shout-out to him. He really saved my butt last week. So You're not the only one, actually. So yeah. uh, my buddy Chris Dunbar, which you know from the GTR scene, yeah. a super nice guy, he moved over here and has an Audi S6, very nice one. Yeah. And he had a set of snow tires in the garage, <laughs> but he couldn't leave the garage <laughs> to get them mounted. I mean, he could, but it wouldn't have been worth it. And so I posted up right away. It's like, get a hold of the right-of-way tire. And sure enough, Blake went to his house, mounted his tires for him, and ta-da, good to go. I said this on Blake's episode. I don't know how somebody hasn't thought of this, and I'm so glad that it's Blake that has. I mean, and, yeah. and it's huge in the fact that, yeah, I, lo- I went out down there, looked at my car, and went, oh, I can't drive that somewhere, and I don't have a jack anymore, and I called Blake, and he was there within, like, two hours, and we had a solution, and the only thing that took the time was to get the tire because it was the middle of the winter. <laughs> right? So, yeah. Yeah, so if you're stuck at home right now, I mean, well, if you've learned your lesson, because the time you get this, it will probably not be snowing. No, um, it'll be sunshiny and nice and... Yeah, but if you want to get some snow tires well, in your car, that. Yeah. you can just get call Blake at Right Away Tire. He'll just come to you and put them on. It works It doesn't really get well. much easier than that if you're a busy guy Yep, or girl. Well, that's my shout-out. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks, Blake. Thanks for hooking our friends up, Blake. Yep. So, that said, um, that's probably what McLaren should have done. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, of all of our listeners, I don't know whose car it was, but I don't think... I know, I know a couple of people whose car it wasn't, but I, uh, that's gutsy. Yeah, I, there's really just certain cars you just like, nope, it's just going to stay where it's at. Well, it's not even, like I said, you know, uh, we were talking about it earlier. I mean, Amanda said, you know, why didn't you take the Maserati out like this last week? And I said, I'm not worried about driving the car. It does great in the snow. I'm worried about somebody sliding into the car. Yeah. Like, that's that's the biggest thing. So, 
And it is a bright orange McLaren, but yeah. uh, can you imagine the object fixation of people around you in the snow? Oh, like the exotic car drift, and then you just you know snow plow into it? Yeah. And But the funny thing, though, is that car doesn't have that wide of a profile on tires. Uh, no. I bet you with some snow tires, the thing would do great. It's a perfect, perfectly balanced car, and it drives really easy. Well, it's just like uh, a local boy Roy up there with his SV with snow tires on it. I mean, yeah, he did get snow yeah. tires in the SV. Yeah. I saw a poster or a picture of that this so, week. I mean, they're and not meant to be driven in the snow, but these cars are built in Europe, and you know. Well, the Drivers Club GT3 RS has snow tires on it, and they took it out yesterday. But yeah, well, they drove it out the door and back to back in. <laughs> no, they went to lunch, and that's right. Right, yeah, All Amanda right. said that she had to drive it back. <laughs> Go, Amanda. <laughs> Which is awesome. Our new robot overlord, Amanda. I mean, no. <laughs> I think it's manager is what they call manager. it now. Oh, uh, o- overlord manager. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> anyway, Brandon, welcome back to the show. Thanks. Uh, when I came in, actually, Amanda said I was supposed to just use Her Majesty. So oh, I, oh well, yeah, apparently yeah, there's some yeah. mixed communication Just going don't on. make eye contact. That's, that's what I learned. It's, I you know, you, you can only be hit with a stick so many times before you <laughs> learn. <laughs> Thank you, sir. May I not have another? <laughs> how you been? I mean, how you been? It's been a while since we had John. I really appreciate you coming back. Truly, you are the only guest we could get here to come tonight because <laughs> you're the only guy that could get here. I, I, hopefully, I wasn't too far down no, the you, list no, that you no, were no. calling You were the second person, but we, we, we went through our mind. I'm like, oh, who could get here? Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah, it's like, who's got good stuff to talk about, though? We, uh, had, we're gonna, we had our announcement out there. We were going to have Alan from Forza. We said, no, man, you should take it easy. He'll be coming up on a future episode. Um, but then it was bad. It is bad outside right now. I don't want to understate it. Like, even if you have four-wheel drive and the right tires, this is not messing around snow. It's probably the worst I've seen it here probably since like 2008, 2009, I think it was. Four all-wheel drive and the wrong tires. Yeah. That works too. My Audi's doing great, but Attaboy. it's nothing to go on the Pinsgauer. <laughs> Pinsgauer is well-equipped. Um, during the winter, I have a separate set of beadlock studded Cooper STT Pros. Um, that I run um, so that I've got and then I also run it like between 15 and 20 psi so I have a nice wide contact patch I've got lots of studs I've got lots of grip Uh, so yeah it gets around just fine I haven't made it anywhere without stopping to pull somebody out or push somebody out (laughs) I throughout the since we since this has all started last Monday so anytime I've driven in the snow I end up having to stop for somebody it feels like somebody's always stuck it it there's 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 something to be said for for knowing how to drive in the snow like if you grew up here, I, I think you should know. Um, I grew up in Spokane. Like, you're forced to. Like, the snow we got here this week in Spokane, people in, the, in eastern Washington are going, I don't get it. Why, why are you not going to work? It's different, though. Here we but get that heavy, thick, slushy snow. Yeah. Over there, you get that lighter, powdery stuff because it's colder. Yeah. Here, it just sticks to everything like Still mud. snow. Well, and everything's flat there. Yeah. <laughs> hey, there's a south hill <laughs> and a, a north hill and probably an eastern That's way. probably it. That's about it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, the combination of hills, elevation change, the rapid increase in temperature, decrease in temperature, so you get all that freezing down below the snow, and then the fact that people very rarely get to drive in it, that it's just a perfect storm of bad circumstances. I'm in the middle of moving right now, and <laughs> it's, it's been great, as you can tell, because I'm still waiting on a mattress. I have a bed frame with no mattress in my place, and it's been delayed seven days now. <laughs> this is at the point where I do not mention that I own enclosed trailers, because nope. people always nope. ask. Yep. Yeah, yep. So. Yep. Oh, no, I'm, no. I ordered <laughs> new from Amazon. I'm, like, I'm for the bed frame. And you a ordered desk. a bed from Amazon? The bed. Fr- it was the mattress, yeah. They had it on Amazon Prime. You can get anything on Amazon. Yeah, it, I had no idea. Yeah, and it's I got a foam one, so it comes in the box. Oh, yeah, the yeah, 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 okay, yeah. Okay, okay. And so he I, got it for the enjoyment where he cuts the bag and it goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of the things I wanted to do when I moved is like I wanted all new furniture and I especially wanted a bigger, newer bed. Ah, the sound of rain here. Ah, the sound of sponsorship. <laughs> 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 and uh, I... Yeah, so I thought it would be much easier for me to move. I'll just get rid of the old one, and I won't really have to move anything but my couch. That's like the biggest thing I have to move, and that's easy. Well, then it just never stops snowing, and UPS (laughs) refuses to deliver anything right now. Got it. That's fair. You mean a giant brown rock coming down the street? Yeah, it's not like my hill's solid ice or anything. It's totally solid ice. You'll be fine. (laughs) You'll be fine. You'll be fine. It's, It's... it amazes me the fact of people that don't give the right stopping distance. Like I, I had a guy just riding me coming this way into Redmond today. And I'm like, like I, I've got seven or eight cars in front of me or car links because mm-hmm. you end up in somebody's trunk so easily. It's well, like, especially with the contact pattern. Right. While we're yeah. on the subject of people driving around, mm-hmm. can we do a quick public service announcement? Absolutely. Absolutely. I love light bars. 
I have lights all over. I have probably 12 <laughs> switches on the pin scour to turn on all the different lights in 360 degrees of directions. But please, for the love of all that is holy, turn off your 40-inch light bar when you're driving on the street. <laughs> uh, these guys driving around in these four-wheel drives with those gigantic light bars lit up in the middle of all uh, conditions. It's just... It's the only time they're ever tra- they're going to be able to use it. I, I know. They're, they're not very, they're they're not very useful at the mall. <laughs> it's, it's annoying as all get out because it's still bright. I agree. So. Yeah. I see some doing it during the daytime, too. Yes. Time on the way here. Yeah. It's completely well lit. And dude in a white tundra, I took your license plate number. I know who you are. <laughs> I saw which direction you were headed. Turn your light bar off. I know where you live, <laughs> and I've seen where you sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I had the light bar on my cruiser. I had a small one. It was a cheap, like, Amazon one. Totron or one of those. Yeah, for, like, yeah. $30 light bar. Yeah. But it was stupidly bright. But I could angle it just right so it was in the face of the oncoming car. <laughs> Because anytime anybody came out with me with their Damn. brights on, I would turn that on, and they would just stop because you can't go and it's daylight in your face. Also, Nick is still sick as usual. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you mean as you? Okay. Yeah, we have all been so sick this year. I don't yeah. Know what it's, it's been. Just, I know what it's been with me. I'm I'm, I'm now exclusively dating somebody with tinies, and that's just it's just a germ <laughs> Petri <test>. dish. Petri <laughs> dish. I love them both, but <laughs> it's like, oh, you're here. Oh, it's drooling. <laughs> so. <laughs> I know exactly why. I apologize. <laughs> I try to stay away from people. But, but I blame yeah. you as well for me being sick. Well, I, you and I haven't made out in weeks. <laughs> your your immune system is about to get a much-needed boost, my friend. I'm sure. Exactly. Yep. I'll tell you. <laughs> Lots of emergency and Mucinex. And I think I'm putting whoever owns, you know, Delsums, their kids through school right now. <laughs> So apologize for the coughing, but I'll edit. I do. Apo- do yes, I do. I do. do apologize for that. But it's. Yeah. So what are, are you seeing? Are you guys been out there like really? What's going on? The yeah, we have. World. Yeah. Friday afternoon, we got the call. Uh, actually, we knew ahead of time. The um, Washington State of Emergency Management lets us know in advance that they're going to activate us, us being King County Search and Rescue. Uh, and uh, so we knew by Friday that we were going to be heading down. So sure enough, by Friday afternoon, we had people headed down to the Renton Emergency Operations Center um, for, for King County. And we've had people there 24 hours a day from, from, the, from Friday afternoon until now. We have people still there. We've been running through shifts. We've had 30 people people um, running 24 hours nonstop transporting critical personnel. So doctors, nurses, uh, 911 operators, people who operate emergency shelters, we've been picking up and, and getting them to them. And it's simple stuff. It's just getting them, you know, into their shift and, and home afterwards so they can get to and from safely. But if they can't get to the shelters, then the shelters aren't functioning. And then sort of you get 50 or 100 people who have nowhere else to go um, that would otherwise be sleeping outside in all this. Uh, nowhere, nowhere. See, to you mean. don't think about that. You think search and rescue people are going up in the mountains and pulling no, people we up. Do, yeah, we do all but kinds that's of stuff. the major thing. If if nobody's there to answer the phone at nine one one, people die. That's right. Yeah. So we've been running all around and you know making sure that we have uh, people in equipped vehicles with the right gear and and getting picking people up and getting them to their appointments. We've had you know some people who had dialysis dialysis appointments you know in the last couple of days that needed to get to and from. They have no other way to get there, so we'll go get them and make sure they can can make it to and from those things. So yeah, we're running around around the clock. I'm hundreds of hours, hundreds of man hours, and thousands of miles that we've put in over the weekend. Uh, just kind of making sure people get to and from where they need to be. Well, thank you for doing that, first of all. I mean, yeah. you know, I know it's a volunteer thing, as we spoke about <laughs> it before, but it's, yeah. you know, I'm sure that it's it's a it's a, a great load off people's backs when it's like they know they can get to work, they know they can get their dialysis. That's obviously, like we said, life-saving time. So. Yeah. yeah, and so th- to do that, we have somebody go down to the emergency operations center and we pair them on... I'll, I'll give you some pictures so you can you can post it so you can see some of the different. We have a couple actually different headquarters, so we'll have people stationed up here out in the, kind of the North Bend Snoqualmie area. We have a headquarters up there, so we have a small team up there with screens everywhere, and we're kind of managing all the incoming requests and prioritizing. And then we station people all over North, South, East, and West around King County. Um, make sure that we've got people kind of positioned to be able to respond as quickly as possible, and we get people in and out of Seattle or in and out of critical. 
So that's a that's a good question. If somebody was maybe one of our listeners is listening to this, how would somebody if they needed your help get a hold of that? How was that? Is that through nine one one? Yeah, it's okay. just calling nine one one. Okay. So we're we're provisioned through the sheriff's office. Okay. Uh, so there, who has a, uh, authority over search and rescue, so they make sure we have the right level of training and certifications. So not just if somebody shows up, pick up one of these people. It's not just sort of anybody. Sure. It's somebody who's got that that level of of certification to them. Yeah. Um, so they're the ones that actually get activated. So when nine one one gets a hold of them, they're the ones that then reach out and say, "Here's how to to get in touch with us." Yeah, that's so. There are there are non-emergency numbers for the police. That's right. So if you have a non-emergency and you need search and rescue, please don't dial nine one one. Just get a hold of your local police uh, office, whatever one you may be at, and they will direct you to search and rescue. And they will that. triage it. And if it's yeah. if it's something critical, if it's if it's important, if it's an important transport, yeah. um, we had some people, YMCA shelters, that, for example, that you know they just otherwise wouldn't be able to get to and from, and that impacts a lot of people. And so they got into the queue, and they got prioritized appropriately against some of the other things. And as soon as we were able, we went and picked them up and made sure shift workers got in and out so that somebody's there to answer the door when the door when the doorbell rings when somebody else has nowhere else to go. Cool. Just the little things you don't think about. Yeah, exactly. I mean. Let's take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, I actually took a I placed a call to my brother before this episode who was he's one of the heads of the state patrol, and he was an action, accident investigator for a long time, and I asked him what are the stuff they're seeing right now because obviously it's a mess everywhere. And I'll tell you guys a little, more, a little bit more about that when we get back. We spend an average of 8 hours and 41 minutes a day facing screens. Laptops, smartphones, tablets, even digital refrigerators. But what are we really connected to? Isn't it time you connected to something greater? Sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect. This moment of escape was created by Haggerty for people who love cars. And we're back uh, where we left you guys off. We were talking about uh, some... Well, some of the stuff I've learned about what's going on out here from you the did state a little patrol. research I did into research, the state patrol, yeah. yeah. But before we get into that, uh, if you guys just heard the story about how much Search and Rescue is doing right now, how much work they're in, you can donate if you don't have time to be volunteer. If you can be a volunteer, great. But if not, uh, you can donate. King, King County SAR, S A R, so King County SAR.org. Uh, you can go find out about all the different units. You can understand what it is we do, why we do it, how we do it. Uh, and you can get the link to the donation page. Uh, and then a great blog if you just want to be aware of what's going on around the county, uh, what services are available, what transportation is running, uh, all those things. KCEmergency.com is a great blog that the uh, King County Office of Emergency Management keeps current uh, during these kinds of conditions especially. Um, and you, can act, you can also sign up to alerts there. Uh, so you can actually get notified ahead of time about outages and those kinds of things that might impact you. So Yeah. Cool. Things right. you just don't know about. Yeah, I had no idea you guys were doing that kind of stuff. Even I mean, I knew you were taking people around because you had posted something about. But I mean, yeah, I didn't know you guys were that busy doing that. <laughs> I yeah. still, I still feel naive about the whole thing. Yeah, we have typically around every two, two and a half days, we have something going on as an average over the course of the year. So we do a lot of crime scene investigations and missing children and all kinds of crazy stuff that people just don't think about. Yeah. Well, I don't want to think about. <laughs> yeah, I know. Fair enough. Yeah, I do enough stupid shit in, in the company of people. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, you do. Right. <laughs> I said it. I admitted it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I so I was talking to my brother because I was trying to think about like what are the stuff that State Patrol see? And they somebody posted a photo. State Patrol posted a photo, I should say, on their Twitter the other day about a truck that had driven past a road close sign. And then gotten stuck, and I then it was that. abandoned. And uh, yeah, it's been going around where all you could see was like the, they had a, uh, it was like a rack on the back for tools, like one of those high ones. Was a, a light bar? A ladder rack. No. <laughs> it was a ladder rack. And the yeah. only thing you could see left of the truck was that. In, a wa- in water or in snow? Snow. Oh. They had, really? Yeah, the, the snow had come down so much, and the drifts had built up so much, the car had virtually disappeared. Huh. And it was Come like back and get it in the spring, huh? Pretty much one of those. Jeez. Like, good luck at that. They said on their post that they spent. They had to send people up there to retrieve the vehicle to rescue the guy because he got stuck up there and didn't want to walk back in the snow. So when you do stupid stuff like that, you're pulling emergency services away from where they need to be. But one of the interesting things, which consistently goes with almost all accidents, is speed. There's the stupid thing people say, speed is always a factor. Well, yeah, of course it is. But speed, especially in adverse conditions like this, even 5, 10 miles an hour faster than you should, is way worse. Just slow down. Most of the stuff he said he's seen and that the troopers are seeing and all the police are seeing is almost entirely speed related. People are just going too fast for the conditions, especially in the vehicles around here that are not prepared at all. And like you said, 10 miles an hour can be too fast. 
it, it it's no, I mean it really can. Yeah, if you're coming down, down some of these hills and things yeah. like that, you just really got to prepare. I, I was, was yeah, I was driving the other night and I was driving across ninety and it was just wet. Ninety was perfect and just just driving across into Seattle. As I got into Seattle and I crossed the tunnel, I came out the other side into solids, just snow, no lanes. Ninety's gone, and that is a big giant downhill curb. Yep. And so, <laughs> I mean. I could see far enough ahead that I could tell that, oh, I've got to really reduce my speed. But I went from going from 55, because it was just wet through the tunnel, down to about 20 on I-90 into Seattle. <laughs> so, and you could see, I could see the lines of somebody who had not done that and had hit <laughs> the wall on the other side and since, since been retrieved. Yeah, it's what people forget is that what makes a tire great for virtually every circumstance is exactly what makes a tire terrible in snow and ice. And that is you want lots of edges. So you want lots of blocks. So you have edges to grab onto that ice or grab onto that snow and actually get a grip. And you want them spaced at a level where they will clear out so that they don't get packed with snow and ice. And the problem is those tires tend to be noisy. They tend to wear quickly so they don't last as long. And so for all the things we normally buy a tire for and we get recommendations and we say, hey, what makes a great tire? Uh, you, you're going for quiet. You're going for, you know, good reliability and longevity and all those things. And those are usually terrible tires in snow and ice. Exactly. If you have like a 50, 60,000 mile rated tire, well, guess what? You're probably going nowhere in the ice. That's right. Well, everybody assumes that because they go into discount or whatever and say, I, I need an all-season, that they're, that they're good to go that's for a no everything. We call those no-season tires no season in Search tires, and Rescue. Yeah. It means it's not actually good for any particular season because they're trying to make it good for everything. Yeah. It's good for dry highway mileage in the desert, and that's about it. Um, in fact, snow tires are extremely soft, so they wear super quick they do. when they're not on the ice that's in right. the snow. But, and that's why they make great rally tires, as we talked about in our last episode, about if you want to rally a Prius, snow yep. tires are what you want to put on it. But, it, yeah, I was driving, the first day it snowed, I was driving to work, and I was one of the few that was going in. But, I mean, the Audi's pretty set up for it. But there was a 350Z on 20s, aftermarket 20s, not the factory 20s, which obviously he was still running sport tires for. And I watched him in front of me just spin out. He wasn't doing anything but going straight, but he just caught that ice, and he fishtailed it out, and then just, just spun out down, down 405 in front of me. <laughs> I see a lot of people do it, and it's something that I was taught as a kid. Like, it's like they're trying to slow down, and so they downshift, and then they either yeah. pop the clutch, and it just yeah, it throws you. Loose. Yeah, yeah. The, the other thing you could do, in addition to tires, know where your tow hooks are. Yeah. Like there was a lot of people I stopped to help on the side of the road, and we'd go get out, and you know, you'd ask them, "Hey, you know, I need a good attach point so I can actually help you get back on the road." And it's like, "Where's your tow hook?" And I'm like, "My what?" Like they just have no idea, and so they don't understand what it is. They don't know where it is, and so when it comes time to try to get a good grip and be able to get them a tug out, there's a lot. There are a couple of people that they're they got arrived, but their vehicle stayed because there was no way for us to get a hold of it and actually help get them back on the road. Yeah, pull out your owner's manual. <laughs> well, if, yeah, for most people, if, even if they don't have a spare, they have they always have a tow hook, and it's under the same place on almost typically. all vehicles. Typically, it's right where you would find your spare. You lift the the floor mat in the trunk, you look down, and there's going to be a hook. They're going to be looking at if you're not used to this kind of thing, you won't. You'll wonder you know what, what it's it is, for. Yeah. It's like an eyelet. Kind yeah. Of so thing. yeah. You'll, then you look on your bumper, and there's typically a cap that you probably never noticed, and you pop that cap loose with a key or whatever you got, and then it just threads right into there on the front or the back bumper. Bumper. The rear bumper sometimes has a hook on the back, but most of the time it's under a cap in modern cars. These They're surprisingly days. incompatible. I carry a couple of extras yeah. with me that I've picked up off of spare vehicles. Just and I, I've never had one of the ones that I carry fit Actually any other fit vehicle. And work. Yeah. yeah. So they're really in inconsistent, which is sad. Yeah, and no, we can't pull you from your, your lower control arm. That's a great way to bend your lower control arm, especially since they're all aluminum now. <laughs> well, there's an infamous video on YouTube when there was somebody was trying to pull like a Geo Metro out of there, and he pulled the whole rear bumper off the car. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, you know. Natural, no, natural selection. Yeah. Absolutely. That's exactly. natural selection. It's a good point, yeah. You don't deserve a bumper <laughs> That's anymore. That's right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, another one which uh, is kind of – if you go to any safety department – your police they'll have there's actually a thing on like how to prepare for snow the state patrol prepares it but uh they have a pamphlet that's like 20 years old but it's still applicable and it tells you everything you need to know everything it's very thorough and it's one of the ones is if you have abs the fastest way to stop is to actually use your abs that's right and people Jam don't them on. people don't all the time they're still i don't know how it gets ingrained because i remember this from i remember this very clearly from my driver's ed class actually and you're not young no i'm not <laughs> i'm old and uh, <laughs> back in the 90s, way back when, children, um, there was a... Uh, in my day. Wait, my day. Ne never mind. Back in the 90s, you are young. Yeah, Sorry. You are young. Yeah. My mistake. Yeah. <laughs> so back then, but even then, during that time, ABS wasn't the thing it is now, where it's like you can't buy a car without ABS now. But obviously, if you have ABS, the fastest way to stop is to slam on the brakes. 
That's it. It's not slowly ease into them. It is slam on them as hard as you can. That doesn't work in the pin scour, by the way. No, it does not. <laughs> no ABS. Yeah. yeah, but you got the same brakes as the CUDA, so you're fine. <laughs> That's true. Well, <laughs> I, got, I do have Willwood disc <laughs> yeah, brakes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Well, no, I, th- I think it's that feeling, people. It, you put when when if anybody's felt underlie brakes, it feels like your your pedals <laughs> coming off the floor, yeah. and it's like, and people think, oh, they're so ingrained to pump the brakes, even yeah. if you have anti-lock brakes, which you shouldn't. Yeah. You just push your foot into it. It will pump them for you. By the so way, that the, the same works in reverse. So if you're trying to accelerate, people also struggle because as soon as they feel their wheels start to slip, they immediately stop. Yeah. And they start creating more problems than they're actually... Stay in it just a little bit, you know, let off, but let the throttle actually do, especially in a lot of modern four-wheel drives. Oh, yeah. They're using, electron, they're using the same ABS system, and they're actually pulsing the brakes at different wheels, the ones that start to spin, so you can shift the torque over to the other wheels and actually get you traction. So a lot of times they start to spin a little bit, and they stop, and I'm like, no, stay in it. Yep. Hold, ride it out. If Shove your foot into it. Yeah, if you've ever seen this. Well, maybe not. <laughs> no. <that far. laughs> well, kind of, yes. If you've ever seen the snow mode or the mud mode or the sand mode, whatever vehicle you're in, it's Toyota, Ford, Chevy, they all work the same way now. Yep. If you have that vehicle in that mode yep. and you are accelerating, you do just punch it because right. it will independently brake and, and adjust the throttle. That's right. And so As needed. As needed, yeah. It doesn't just like floor it and spin. Yep. If you're in those modes, it knows what you're doing and it can feel the wheels slip and it can adjust accordingly. It's pretty amazing. It does work. So. But you just have to trust. You have, yeah, to, you have to allow trust. the system to – you give it long enough for the system to do what it's trying to do. When we were out uh, four-by-in with uh, a couple of Raptors the other day, they one of the brand-new ones has the snow mode in it. Uh, 2018 and newer has a different snow mode than the earlier even twin-turbo ones. Not, I, don't mean, I don't mean the V8s, but the 6s have do two different snow modes depending on the year. And it was fun to watch it work from outside the vehicle – which is like put it in snow, punch the gas, and you watch the wheels just kind of ratchet. Yeah, they yeah. just it, it just crawls right out. <laughs> it's it's amazing what those things will go through. Yeah, but you look at those anti-slip modes on like your car and my car, like it, it when it comes on and it and it kicks off the power. Yeah, it feel. I mean, it feels like it's killing the car. Oh, it does. It feels wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get why people react yeah. and but you know give the system a chance to do its thing, and it will oftentimes it will do better than you expect it will. Yeah, both stopping and starting. And if you're in a car that does not have that, which a lot of people are, that's still not a very common feature on a lot of cars today. That's true. You just, you don't, you just, you're very light on the throttle. And when you start spinning, you let off a little bit, not all the way, and then slowly work through it. Because if you keep going, you're just digging yourself deeper. It's only going to get worse if you floor it. That doesn't mean cut it off abruptly. <laughs> I've seen that too. Mid corner, stay into the throttle. Don't stay in it, into it as it's, much. It's a yeah. lot like boating. If you've ever driven a boat, you have to think ahead and give your give the change time to take effect if, if you turn you don't immediately turn in a boat like it takes a while for it to sort of drift into that same true in in snow or even really wet conditions it's one of the things i love to watch in spring is people on jet skis that come into the dock and they take their hand off the throttle and think yeah. they're gonna I know, yeah they <laughs> <laughs> also natural selection also yeah. natural selection yeah, yeah there's a theme here yep pretty much we're not trying to kill our our, our listeners but uh, we're trying to keep you alive in the most entertaining way possible pretty much <laughs> Yeah, I've been getting a laugh though. It was we've been laughing at the run-on stores for all the bread and milk. Oh my god! You would think it was the end of the world. I I went into the uh, I didn't even think about it. I mean, my folks went into Costco uh, on what, like Friday, and they they you know they they had a Rover that was fine, mm-hmm. and the lady there said it was worse than Christmas. She says they'd never seen anything like that as far as people coming in and just emptying out on stuff, and it's like buying bread that's going to expire tomorrow and eggs and. <laughs> You know, every piece of meat, doesn't matter what it is, it's like... Hey, if it keeps those people at home, I'm all for it. Yeah, no I, kidding. I'm in favor. I don't know, but it's like... I mean, I think it's... I mean, you, you, I have a friend of mine that jokes about, the, you know, the, the Hallmark creating holidays. I think, you know, sometimes it's these grocery stores going, you know, we got to get rid of some bread, so let's have an emergency winter warning. <laughs> <laughs> You'll yeah. sell some bagels. You got to give them some credit for once. They were right this time around. Oh, I agree. I, there's more more people than not should be staying home right now. Yes, completely agree. I think it's safer that way. I think it's probably you know driving some moms and dads crazy with little ones that are from home from school just going, hey, play with me, play with me, play with me. I, I, had, I did have a proud dad moment. My daughter, who drives an all-wheel drive Subaru Impreza, um, she was going somewhere with some friends for a school-related outing, and the girl's like, oh, I have a Subaru all drive, and she's like, what kind of tires do you have? Oh, daddy touch a well. I, 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 I was very pleased. <laughs> Needless to say, she did not have the right tire. She didn't know. And yeah. my daughter's like, you're not driving. Yeah. If you don't even know, I'm not getting in your car. So I was very proud. <laughs> they came on the Subaru. doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. That's right. doesn't matter. So I used to the run cheapest tires studded possible. snow tires on my Subarus. Yeah. 
They're great. Back when you could run studded snow tires. You still can. I can run. St- I'm, yeah. I'm running studded snow tires on the pink yeah. hour. But I thought there was. I thought they really cut back on when you can have them and things. They like do. That. Yeah. yeah, they do. Yeah. It's November to March. So yeah. end of March, you can have them until. Then yeah. again, in Spokane, you hear people in the middle of summer. <laughs> yeah, which you should not have. They do tear up the roads. Absolutely. Yeah, but they're great. There's nothing better than a studded snow tire right now. You remember when they? I don't know if they still do it. They used to have them where you could put walnuts in your tires. Well, that, that's was part of the composition of a dude, lot that of snow was tires. A, that was a Spokane rumor. That's not a thing. No, it is a thing. <laughs> it's actually a thing. Walnuts in your tire. No, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's part it's of the compound of, of the rubber. It's part of the compound, and there's, there's pieces of walnut in there. Yep. Make, I, I'm not, yeah, I know. Me too. Toyo still does it. <laughs> yep. And I, somebody told that to me, and I thought it was a joke. And I was like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And then I looked it up. Sure enough. Toyo snow tires. Oh, there you go. I learned. I learned a they thing. They grind up walnut shells and yeah. they put them in the, in the compounds of the tires. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like something they do at the tire shop. It's, yeah. I'm going to keep some walnuts for, as part of my search and rescue kit now. And if people get stuck, I can just rapidly eat a bunch of walnuts <laughs> and just throw the shells <laughs> on the ground in front of their tires, and they'll be able to drive it's right okay. out. Okay. I'm going to spit this out in front of your tire, and you're going to get out. <laughs> <laughs> what is your MVP uh, traction device right now? Still the Max Tracks. Right? Still the Max Tracks for sure. Yeah. I've used those more than anything else during this this poll this season for sure uh on cars you just wouldn't even expect it i had a guy that microsoft guy uh came around a corner and slid ended up in the median he was sitting up all the way up and in and it caused one of his tires to completely blow out luckily he was just a couple blocks from home able to shove the max tracks under there he was able to drive right up and out and onto the road and i followed him home made sure he got home safe and it all was good so speaking of microsoft guys i have to give a shout out I just had to Google it. Oh. The first thing that comes up is Tona, to- Toya walnut infused tires are cracking good on ice. Cracking good. Cracking yeah. good on ice. Yes. For, our, for our European friends and audience exactly. today, that's, yeah. that's very nice. Exactly. That's a little shout out. Yeah. Some friends from my Dublin team at work are here hanging out. Uh, Stop drinking all the whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I was going to give a shout out to Garov, of all people, who has a Corvette Grand Sport, which he has uh, snow tires on. And when it's too deep like this, he's not driving it, of yeah. course, because he, under, he actually yeah, understands yeah, yeah. the difference between snow tires and deep snow car, yeah. which is his not. But he's been like, I'm going to work just fine. <laughs> I, I'll take the wrong car on the right tires just about any day. Exactly. It makes a huge difference. The other thing, carry a hoe. Really? Yeah, a lot of people to say carry a shovel because if you start to oh, get buried. Oh, a garden hoe. <laughs> garden I'm sorry. I was, like, Nicholas. I was like, how is I, that going to help I, with traction? Uh, I wondered why you started suddenly <laughs> paying attention like, again. Yeah, you were I'm, like... That seems offensive. <laughs> like, excuse me, could you get in the car, hoe? <laughs> a shovel. When I, need you a winter, I need a winter hoe and <laughs> like, a summer hoe. I, <laughs> this is going to take a minute, isn't it? Yeah. It, bring him He's back like, on boy, course. do I have a job for you. Here's <laughs> a shovel. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Let me start digging. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but if you need to get snow out from under your tires, sure. take a hoe, and you can just drag the snow out from under your tires. It works way better than a shovel in terms of in the, in the, in the snow. So during the snow, a lot of us either will add a hoe or they'll, we'll actually take our... <laughs> You're Nick, killing I'm me. So You're sorry. killing me here. I am trying to be an adult. It's I, not working. I do see the <laughs> attempt. The <laughs> effort is visible. You've got to add a hoe or subtract a hoe. <laughs> if you've got two hoes and one hoe go away, <laughs> which hoe going to get you out? <laughs> so, Despite the distraction, yeah. it is actually good advice. Oh, I agree. <laughs> just, I'm just like... You said it with such style and grace. Like, and just so I'm clear, I was not the only one. We both looked at you like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I don't think you can say that. My <laughs> what was, why would you use a garden hoe over a shovel? But I'm like, oh, that makes perfect sense. Oh, okay, you thought of it that way. Yeah. Oh, say, never mind. Context, Nick, context. <laughs> oh, context, yeah. Oh, sorry, I said something different there, sorry. Jeez, I'm sorry. Dear Lord, I apologize. So, yes, Max tracks and hose. <laughs> Nick's still laughing away. He just can't do it. <laughs> so much editing all the time. <laughs> when, he, when you guys hear me say, like, this editing, this is the kind of stuff I'm referring to. I'll try and give better context in the last episode. Everybody's like, I want to hear the unedited version. I'm like, no, no I you don't. Do I can't do that. No, you don't. At, at that first show, I wondered why you said we we're going to keep you twice as long as we're actually going to use. Pretty much. Now I understand. Yes. Yeah. I, was, I was good. <laughs> ish. Good ish. ish. Yeah, ish, ish is a word. <laughs> tell you. Poor Amanda's not going to I'm glad I'm not the only one laughing. I'm not sure she's laughing at me or with me, but either way, I'm good. So, I'll tell you. Anyway, where were we? Max Tracks. Okay. Max Tracks, a, a, good, a, a, a good garden, garden tool. Garden tool, yes. Garden tool hoe. And <laughs> know where your toe hooks are. Yeah. Uh, in a pinch, like we, people have mentioned before, your floor mats can make a traction device if you don't have anything around. Um, 
WeatherTech especially. Yeah, the WeatherTech, WeatherTech ones work awesome. really, really well yeah. for that. They got good grip on both sides. Yep. And they're durable, which is nice. You can drive on them very well. Uh, in the back of my car, I have gloves. I have a, rem- a jump starter, which uh, yes. I actually have used this season once. Never on my cars <laughs> again. <laughs> I'm fortunate enough to be able to keep my cars indoors, which does make my battery last a lot longer. But uh, a lot of people stuck out in the cold. That is really hard on your battery. That's why they have a cold cranking amp. Uh, but yeah, I carry a, a jump starter and those have gone down in price quite a bit. Uh, I don't recommend the one at Costco because it's only 400 amp. The one you want minimum is 600 amp. If you can get an 800 to a thousand, do that. They're about the same size and they can crank over a truck or your Prius five to 10 times versus the one crank you'll get at the tiny ones. So I always keep gloves. I keep, I keep an extra jacket and or sweatshirt or, yeah, or suit, something like that. that. If you need to be down and getting cold, I try to keep something like, you know, the floor mat or some type of a piece of carpet, um, this being said, it's not in my car right now <laughs> <laughs> because I was just cleaning it out. But I remember growing up, my dad always did that because like, he used to drive between Spokane and Pullman. And my mom put together a cold weather kit. And, I mean, it had yeah. everything, flares. It had, you know, at the time, a radio. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> have had, an episode called The yeah. Stuff You Should Keep in Your Car, and we go through this, and it's still yeah. relevant today. A, a small tarp is, in this weather especially, when you might need to get down on the ground, be on the ground for some amount of time, changing a tire. Sorry, I said down on the ground, and I pictured Nick no, and some hoe comment. Like whoa. I just, my brain <laughs> I went. Would never, y- the yeah, fifth grader in you is bringing thrown, out I'm the fifth grader in me. And I haven't seriously. even said anything. Like I mean, uh, but what a small, you do under your sarpan with your hoe is not my. Pro- <laughs> <laughs> a small, a small tarp uh, to be able to throw down and get on it makes a huge difference. You go in visit, terms of yeah, go visit our friends at LeMay. They actually, uh, the reason I say that is because they're the only place I can find that has the best wool blanket I've ever seen because oh, it's yes. waterproof on one side. It's yep. a picnic blanket and it unfolds into this awesome blanket, but the bottom side is waterproof. That's brilliant. And so it's perfect to have in your car and it tucks up into this nice little tote. Hey, so while we're on the subject of cold weather gear, mm-hmm. um, cotton, if you're wearing jeans, which I noticed several people among us are wearing jeans, cotton gives up all of its insulating value when it gets wet or cold. Yeah, it's awful. Uh, so wool maintains a hundred, nearly 100%, 98% of its insulating value, when it, even when it's completely uh, soaked and, and completely wet. But synthetics, that's why you see a lot of the hiking pants and cold weather pants and stuff are all made of nylons and polyesters and so on. Those things all maintain all of their um, insulating value even when they get wet or a large amount of it. I used yeah. to always have like the Carhartt pants. They worked really well. The wax Actually, those. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The wax ones the wax, are really good. Yeah. The wax a, ones a lot good. of the normal ones are st- also still nylon. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm talking about the wax ones. It's like you can't kill them and they just yeah. wade through a river. Yeah, those are nice because they yeah. also shed a bunch of the water. Yeah. So that even, though, even though they keep their insulating value, the cold against you still will fight to bring your body temperature down. Yeah. Um, worth mentioning out too, uh, was it through our partners with Mule, uh, Avant's partners with Mule, you guys did a recovery class, right? We did, yes. Yeah. Yeah, we did. We've done a couple things with Mule now and um, also with Warren Winches and um, with Masterpole. Yeah. Had any good recovery rescues this season so far? <laughs> We've done a lot of recoveries. Um, it's hard to think about which ones are better than others. Um, I, I think a lot of it in this time, this kind of weather, uh, a lot of people slipping and getting off the road. Most of those, we tend to just push them back up on the road or use max tracks or something to get them back up. Um, but when you head up into the mountains, especially, you get a lot of people that uh, going a little further than they should and uh, getting out and expecting that their four-wheel drive is going to get them where they need to, and they hit ice and realize that four wheels turning doesn't always mean four that wheels stopping. That familiar, Dan. Doesn't I know. I feel it like does we have sound a story familiar. about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like teenagers in a suburban and 20-inch rims on street tires in the middle of the forest. <laughs> High as a kite. <laughs> We've we run into a few yeah. of those circumstances. Yeah. Yes. Tell you. Yeah, and uh, that actually brings you up another good point. One of the things we were talking about is people, when they get stuck, typically do the wrong thing. When you are stuck, you want to point your wheels straight. I see that all the time. People are not stuck at all. They just are pointing the wrong direction the whole time. Also, go backwards. Nine times out of ten, going in the way you came is probably going to be a lot easier because you've already flattened the ground, cut a rut, flattened out the snow. So the number of obstacles going backwards is typically a lot smaller than the number of obstacles going forward. Yeah. Kind of funny story. My new place has a pretty steep driveway into the garage. So before I go down it, I open the garage, of course, and I go down it backwards. And the reason I go down it backwards is so I can back the rear end in and get the front just out, and then I can put it in launch mode and then launch it up through the snow, and it's super fun. <laughs> I have a pretty long driveway, <laughs> and so it's great for clearing the driveway. The Audi makes an excellent plow. 
So, but getting those rear wheels with traction and then the fronts, it just puts it all to the rear and then just launches me up the driveway. It's super fun. In case any of our listeners don't know, Dan finally found his dream place. I did. Um, and is uh, is very happy about it. Um, it's it's my perfect place. Everybody perfect would look place. at it and go like, wow, that is the most guy thing I've ever seen in my life. The entire bottom floor of this place is the garage. Mm, that's what all it should be. It. Yep. And so I have finally enough room for, if I if I wanted to, room five for activities. cars. <laughs> So it's a two-car entry, but it would fit five cars easily in there. It's my heaven. So and now that is the right ratio. Guitar, guitar, guitar. garage <laughs> to other rooms should be high. Yeah. Should be one to one. Yep. You can always sleep in a closet. It's That's hard to right. get your car in there. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so. You can cook in a garage. It's much easier. So yeah, one of the benefits of the new place is I can use launch control in my garage. <laughs> <laughs> your neighbors are gonna love you. <laughs> 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 I had to get up my driveway. It's yeah, not it's my fine. fault. Yeah. My neighbors are really nice, actually. Oh, very good. Very good. <laughs> yes. They haven't met your friends yet. <laughs> he asked me if I needed to. When I was over the other day, he walked, my new neighbor walked over and asked me if I needed to borrow his shovel because he realized I was just moving in. I didn't have anything. I was Did like, you no. tell him you had, you had a good hoe? You'd be fine. <laughs> I can get out anything with a good hoe. No. I said the Audi makes a great plow. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> I've been using my tractor. Oh, I, oh, I have a Kubota four wheel drive with bucket tractor, so I've been clearing the driveway with that. Nice. Works out really well. Pulling out the neighbors. I pulled out the neighbors a couple times with the tractor. <laughs> These people are starting to get stuck in your house just to be pulled out by your tractor. You know, you know what else I've been using a lot, which I was, I, I saw somebody do it on YouTube and or on Facebook, and it just like was a game changer. Aha moment kind of thing? Uh, uh, lawnmower, or a uh, lawn blower, a leaf blower. Oh, yeah. So I have an electric leaf blower, and so when the snow starts building up, I can just go blow all the snow off the top so it doesn't freeze on. It's much easier to clear out the car. Yeah. Uh, or when the walk, if I've done it what? <laughs> just, I've just cleared thinking. the walk one yeah, time, just, just blowing the loose snow off actually works yeah. really, really well. You can, you can, that's what, exactly what I was thinking. How much editing do you want me to do? I, well, you know, the funny thing is I wasn't going to say it, and I looked at Amanda, and she was saying, oh, okay, I'll say it. That's not that's not offensive. You either use the snow blower or the or the or the garden tool garden tool hoe to clear. It's a blow and hoe. I mean a hoe and blow. <laughs> Sorry. God, you're gonna have a hard time editing. I really do apologize. It's, it's cool. I'm just leaving for Dublin and don't have any other work to do. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Luckily, we get to put it all on our camera guy <laughs> when I leave. Yeah, so that's another thing we should mention. Not uh, after this, one more episode we're recording here, then I'll be gone, and we'll have a substitute host to uh, get you guys by. We got we got a, we got a good substitute host coming in. What yeah. kind of what kind of you guys will be entertained? Well, yes, yes. Are you not entertained? <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be. It'll be good. It'll be good. But it's been. I mean, it just amazes me how much this city shuts down when this happens. Like everybody's lived here. It, 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 this happened. I mean, I remember the last time this really happened was like 2008 when I moved here, and it was just people were getting out of their cars on the freeway and walking away, which I did not understand. I mean, I had come from the east east side, and I was like, just you can get to the store faster. But yeah, this is not normal, though. Even for us, I, I mean, know it's it, not normal. Most of the time, you can get away with you know you, you stay home for three days and you don't drive and you're pretty much good for the rest of the year on just regular tires. Yeah. It's just wet, which I still don't think is a good idea. But still. Uh, but yeah. I mean, if, I just feel like if you grew up here, that this should be something that you can deal with. Not, not necessarily. You don't have to freak out and empty the, the grocery store. You don't have to have, you know, six sets of tires. It's just, and I just feel like there's some people that are taking unnecessary risks right now. We have short memories. What? We have short I memories. I forgot. What? <laughs> as a squirrel. As a as a society, people quickly forget the emergency that happened just a few months ago. So if much time passes, they forget it's, what to do to be prepared. And that's true. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair well, enough. Let's take another break and we come back. We'll talk to Adam from Avance and a few other things. Grandpa, what do you call this thing again? It's a 66 Ford Bronco. I think you got ripped off. Why is that, honey? It's got no Wi-Fi, no USB port, no Bluetooth. Exactly. I guess we'll just have to talk. Sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect. Is that the window button? It's called a window crank. Cool. The faster I move it, the faster it goes down. This moment of escape was created by Haggerty. Being old is kind of cool, Grandpa. Works for me. For people who love cars. And we're back. <laughs> you have Finally. no idea what it took to get us back, but yeah, we're back. We we're started, still alive. Yeah, we started talking FJ40s and went down this giant rabbit hole of forever of awesomeness. And bolts and, and marine harnesses and... Dogs and never mind. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so Brandon's got an FJ40 and Doug has an FJ40. So the conversation went long. 
So if you, yeah, as much as everybody thinks driver's club, you look at the photos and it's like Porsche heaven. It really is. But the off-road enthusiasm in this building is insane. The best part was, is I got here and Amanda was very nice to try to take me on a tour and she kept trying to weave me through and tell me the story of all these cars. And she looked and I think she noticed that I just kept looking at the FJ. <laughs> <laughs> it's like trying to get my attention and tell me all these amazing, because there are tell a ton of amazing, yeah, there's exactly. so many amazing cars exactly. down here and I'm just looking at the two, Squirrel. the two off-roaders, of course. Yeah. Squirrel. Yeah. Is that a Porsche 918? Yeah, yeah, whatever. There's like one of those in the world. Whatever. I want to go look at that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nice. Well, Brandon, thanks for being here. Thanks we for appreciate you coming in. You because, do. you know, Pleasure. you were second on the list. We, we, I'm telling you that. <laughs> that's fair enough. We were, we were I'm much sure lower we were, on most lists. We weren't sure we were going to get here, so that's, uh, you know. Nick's but. not sure he's going to make it out of here, so yep. that'll be interesting. He yep. might call you later. <laughs> this episode might come out by the time him. I get home. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's fine. Please. <laughs> Please don't freeze to death. I we have another episode to do. I know where my toe hook is. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing better than most, Ben. Better than most. Yeah. So our episode isn't over, though. We're just shifting gears from one side of Avance to the other. We're going from Avance off-road to Avance, Avance, overall Avance, which is Adam Kramer. So, Brandon, thanks for being here. And for now, we'll pass the mic off to Adam. Adam, welcome back to the show for the third time. Thank you, thank you. Where's you're our most popular. G- oh, you're the, 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 we're going to start getting sweaters like SNL. Like you get a sweater for your third or fifth appearance. So <laughs> a green jacket, right? A green jacket. Green yeah, jacket. something something golf in- inspired. Perfect. I like yes. it. How thank you been? You, thank you. Good. Uh, snowy, but good. I know. Yeah. It's a little, it's a little bit of a snowpocalypse out there. It is. And it, it is. continues to come down apparently. Yeah. Lucky me. Yeah, so as of today, uh, for you guys listening, we're recording ahead of time, of course, during Snowpocalypse. You have some events coming up. You'll be a regular on the show. Yes, I'm very excited about that, by the way. Yeah, so we have been promoting Avance from the beginning of our show. Yeah. Uh, And definitely, it's not as a paid sponsor. It just so happened it worked out that way. Thank you. We very much appreciate it. You're keeping us alive, keeping the show going. I've tried to pay money many times, but Nick has just never returned my phone calls. That's not true, and that's not the reason I don't return your phone calls. (laughs) (laughs) Different. You have to understand, Avance, when you, you, I remember you came to us. We we had we had lunch or, uh, in downtown Redmond yeah. around with Rainier. Yeah, yeah. When you were first starting this, so it's yeah. it's amazing to see the journey that's taken. But yeah, yeah. Um, talk to us about some of the events that are coming up for for members. Uh, well, we have a couple drives coming up, which are going to be pretty cool. Uh, on Saturday the twenty third, weather permitting, obviously, uh, we're going to take a drive to Whidbey Island, so across uh, sort of Deception Pass up there, and we're going to go see uh, Jim. Simpson, who runs Simpson Design, uh, he basically f- creates cars, uh, co- total custom cars, uh, off of pretty much Miata, Mazda Miata platforms. Mm-hmm. Um, but they are beautiful looking cars. Uh, I believe he used to work for Mazda, and you'd never know they were built off of a Mazda platform. Yeah, so we've, we've interesting. actually had a couple of exotics. Oh, I do know what those yeah. look like. Absolutely. They're very pretty cars. Yeah. He has yeah. a few different models. Yeah. yeah. Um, we saw it. It's, it's a hard top, right? It was a red one. I think so. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's, p- that's part, of the, part of the drive. We'll be stopping off at his place on Woodby Island and checking out his, his shop and how he creates all these cars and stuff. So, so that'll be fun. You've got a lot of – I mean, Avance is really expanding. I mean, you're, you, like you said, you're going to start doing track days. Yeah, we're gonna tr- we have track days scheduled track day now. So we'll be at the Ridge yeah. uh, quite a few times this year. Um, yeah, we have our, our autocross events uh, that are happening once a month. So those are, those are fun. Um, I'm actually buying cars for people to drive at those events, which is a pretty cool thing that we're doing this year. Oh, uh, so wow. Yeah, so that'll be fun. We have a bo- Boxster, Porsche Boxster right now. And so we'll have probably a Miata, a Mini, GTI, kind of those, those types of cars. For, those will be fun to throw around. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. Avance is the bargain of the century. I tell everybody the discounts alone, yeah. especially right now when you need winter tires and you can have 15% off from right away, tire who we mentioned earlier, who will come to your house and install your tires. Like, it doesn't get much better than that. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's just one of them. I mean, you guys have a huge. You really sponsor. do need to go out to and look at the menu. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, you can very easily forget that Right Away Tire is a. Uh, you can get a discount. Yeah, it's a. It's like the Cheesecake Factory menu. It is. It <laughs> is. And p- partners, obviously, we're adding all the time. So. Uh, Drivers Club, what half off, seventy five percent off? That's the, that's the discount here, I think. Uh, Amanda maniacally uh, laughs in the background. You're allowed to stand at the door and look through the glass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, we have a lot of fun events coming up: drives, track days, tech sessions, private collection tours. You know, all all the standard stuff. But uh, but yeah, I'm just excited to be here and uh, and get to hang out with you guys more. 
Yeah, we appreciate you finally coming on board, and um, we're sorry it took this long. Yeah, we, Again, we, like, we didn't think we were going to be anybody. We still aren't, but yeah. <laughs> now you have a manager. So yeah, yeah, we have, yeah, we have, now we have a manager. <laughs> so that helps. A momager. <laughs> so, we're very grateful. So yeah, but thank you for coming in. Like I said, you're going to be a regular guest on us uh, each week. You're going to come in and kind of talk about upcoming uh, events, and you really, you know, and. Uh, important thing to know is you got to be an Avance member to be to coming to these events. You will have some open events to so people can see them, but yeah, yeah, you have to be a member. Uh, membership starts at hundred bucks a year, or uh, it goes kind of goes up from there. But that's kind of the the price of admission for for the events, and uh, and yeah, I think it's a bargain of the century. Um, so obviously, you get the events, you get the discounts, you get the community, you get a bunch of other stuff. So and you get a carbon fiber membership card, oh, real carbon fiber, thing. not carbon fiber print. We it were talking really cool. about that. Like, I mean, my girlfriend was saying you can put it in your wallet. I said, no, I love it. It's too pretty. <laughs> I know. I'm gonna like actually. F- not frame it, but put it in one of those plastic things that compresses. I can put it on my desk because it just looks really cool. And we, we've been a supporter of Avance way before the podcast. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm number five. I'm, I'm member number five of Avance. I think. Yeah. Nick, are you a member? I am. Uh, <laughs> I, I, wait a minute. <laughs> just kidding. I know, I know there was some confusion for a while, but yes, I am a member. I'm not sure what uh, what number I am. I'm I'm a little higher than Dan, but uh, you're not. You're you're right. I'm up close. There. I'm yeah. close. Yeah. But it's close. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's uh, anyway. I was. Um, I was definitely on the bandwagon without being on the bandwagon. Well, and everybody kept looking at me going, you remember, right? Yeah, I got to get to that. And, and I'm so glad I have. I mean, the, 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 the first time I used it with um, uh, uh, having some service done on the, the, the Triumph, it paid for itself. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, anytime you need a major yeah. service on a vehicle, it instantly pays for itself. Yeah. So. Yeah, well, and I mean, obviously, thank you guys for, for mentioning it to so many people. I, I still get people who obviously mention you, Dan, but I had somebody who signed up who mentioned dansdrives.com. So Never because heard of, of it. yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So that was pretty cool. Just uh, just the other day. So Good job, Dan. Well, hey, I, su- I will support something I believe in, and I believed from the beginning that you had something special and something different in the other car clubs because I've been active in a lot of car clubs ever since I was a teenager, and I've seen the train wreck that goes on with them. And like, I can give a hundred reasons why not to join a lot of car clubs. I don't find a lot where I'm like, yeah, this is the one you need to join. Doesn't matter what you drive or what you're into or what level you're at. They have some. You guys have something for everybody. So yeah, well, I like drama. So that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you start a car club for drama. That's actually the tagline. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's all about drama. Welcome to Avance. <laughs> Got the drama. Yeah. Drama club. You know, <laughs> regular episode of SCU. Speaking of a little bit of drama, we are still running uh, Rain City Supercars competition for comments and uh, reviews on our podcast and we will be giving there will be a grand prize winner yes we haven't quite narrowed down how I think, I think we're going to be doing it the end of end of March or end of April we're not sure yeah but um, yeah we're we're, we're, we're we're not too low to beg for reviews yeah Google Play Apple Muse Apple Podcasts Apple Podcasts what or whatever yeah, it is it's yeah. Apple Podcasts yes. now it's not just iTunes it's yeah. Apple Podcasts Spotify nobody reads those but you can leave one there if you want um. <laughs> way to encourage it Dan uh, yeah SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Oh, yeah, yeah, SoundCloud. That's right. We have a, a lot of SoundCloud listeners, actually. I didn't realize that many people would use SoundCloud, but that actually is tied for our subscriptions in iTunes. It's kind of interesting. Hmm. I'm waiting for the YouTube, uh, po- like the visual. Yeah, we're video. working on it, actually. Oh, okay. We have we usually have our videographers. We have faces for radio, remember? <laughs> we yeah. said this. Not yeah. everybody can be pretty like you. Yeah. Yeah, Jared, uh, our videographer, was he was actually trying to be here tonight, but he couldn't make it because of the snow. Uh, um, but we do have video going. That's in the process. I just need to review some of the footage. That's on me. I've been so busy. I haven't had a chance to work with him on that. But video is coming. So. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Well, we appreciate you coming in, and we, we look forward to talking to you every week. Um, you yeah. know, for this episode of Rain City Supercars, I'm Nick. I'm Dan. And don't just get there. Enjoy the drive. <laughs>